Welcome back to the Sneaker Onyx podcast with me, Danny, aka Rostinho, and my good friend and comedian, Dan, aka Dan underscore Squire, who literally, as I press record on the podcast, just whispered something to me, and now I'm chuckling too much. Uh, how has your day been, my good friend? Oh, brightened up now, mate, brightened up now. I'm actually a bit sore. Went for a bit of a bike ride today, Danny, and my legs are in bits. I mean, it is quite hilly up here, so I can imagine, like, you know, I know when I go out for a bike ride, like up the Ilkley Cowan Calf and going up Otley, Chevin and out Bolton Abbey, it is quite tough. So where did you cycle? Yeah, it was something like that. It was um, down the canal in Leeds City Centre. Good few miles though, but yeah, completely flat and I am in pieces. No, mate, I feel so unfit anyway, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ripping you. I've not been for a run for ages, but uh, I might. Well, you're not even allowed outside the house at the minute, Danny. Are you? How's isolation? Uh, it's been, it's been tough, man. It has, it's been mentally draining, so boring, and and I think I've said this to a few people. I was only supposed to be in work one day of this ten day isolation, so I ain't, I ain't even won by not even going by getting days off work. I was only supposed to be in one day. I had nine days to myself out, but it is what it is. Nightmare. Anyway, uh, yeah, good uh, good evening, morning, whatever time you are listening to this podcast. Uh, we do have a guest, Tom, uh, coming up shortly. We have got Mr. Dwayne, a.k.a. Van Wiljams, uh, who's come on to talk. And you've seen in the title... Uh, we're talking about influencers and who is your influencer and who oh, who influences you, should I say, and all sorts around that topic. Uh, especially, I mean, it was a topic we we're going to talk about anyway, but it was interesting off that, the back of the Offspring post, that it had such a big reaction on Sunday. It almost just sent, seemed uh, pertinent to drop it in this week. Yeah, definitely. I think like Offspring kicked it off, didn't they? And the question obviously came from somebody else. Offspring posted it. It went huge. It was all over Instagram on other people's pages. I know we were talking about it on Facebook and it just seemed like it was everywhere. So it seemed like it was a perfect, perfect chat for today. Yeah, yeah. I do have one thing though. Uh, and then one discussion, one discussion point we didn't bring up with the interview with Dwayne actually. Um, and that I've spoke to a few people was, was it, was it uh, responsible as Offspring as a, as a retailer to to kind of highlight this i know we they love the sunday discussions and it's great to talk about trainers but someone said to me like i thought it was a bit irresponsible of a big retailer to kind of talk about influencers like that or to to generate that discussion which i thought that was quite interesting i'm not saying yeah, they're I mean, right or wrong but personally I, I really like what they do on a sunday because they've got their kind of format and i don't think they lead anybody in any direction with the answer they co- they completely leave it up to the offspring community in you know quotation marks to yeah. to voice their opinion i think that's pretty good to be fair no no and it's good to discuss things and it's do it's it's good to not always just see eye to eye with other people and we don't, we don't all think the same do we i mean we don't all think the same on the podcast we mean you don't think the same about certain things and the guests we get on so that's all good anyway Definitely. anyway um as usual we have got our new segment um i'm just trying to think if i actually contributed in my 10 days i think i did find one thing oh yeah i did find one thing in the news this week uh but as usual dan is just an absolute expert at this he nails it i don't know where he goes to find all his information but he finds it what have we got this week my friend so the big one the big one and this is pretty big it's been everywhere today so i think a lot of people that are listening will have seen it there's memes about it and everything it's it's turned into something quite funny but nike's vice president and general manager in north america has resigned after 25 years apparently because it's come out that her son is a reseller and basically he's been abusing her position shall we say within nike to get product um and flip it for profit. I mean, talk about having a plug. I, I know. Mean, a plug at Nike and a plug that's your mum. I mean, the guy is winning, in, or was winning in life, wasn't he? What an unbelievable she, situation. She obviously had an amazing position within Nike to be, you know, VP of North America. Absolutely huge. 
Um, but apparently he was using her staff discount in the employee store to buy in bulk and things like that. So it was a bit of a conflict of interest. But apparently Nike have known about it since 2018. Oh, wow, right, okay. That's a bit naughty then. I, mean, I, d- I didn't realise the 2018 thing. I did read um, a little bit about what he was doing. It wasn't always the hyped releases. I think there was a shot with him sat with a million pairs of off-white fives in front of him. But I think he kind of, not vindicated it, but kind of just said, look, I buy a, I buy a lot of stuff that doesn't sell massively. It's not all hype stuff. And I get it at a discount and then I flip it for 20 or $30. And and that's how I do it. And, and to make, it's still not right, I don't think, but you're using the methods he's doing. But I, th- I don't think, from the little bits I've read today, I don't think he was getting a million pairs of off-whites and flipping them through StockX. From, from no, and I mean, I might be being a bit of a sceptic here or whatever, but the timing seems a bit funny that he's so close to, obviously, Marcus Jordan backdooring all those pairs of, Jordan won trophy rooms. I think, and again, I'm just speculating here, so don't quote me on this, but I think Nike have known about this for ages and just tried to make a stand that they can, they don't tolerate resellers and they've probably given her a massive payoff. Yeah, maybe so. The timing all, the timing all just seems a bit suspect to me. Yeah, I can see that. Now you, now you bring it up, I see that. But, and I guess it's one of those stories... You, you probably will never ever find the absolute answer for. There'll be internet rumours and like you say, these memes going around, all that kind of stuff will circulate around and trying to sort out what's real from what's not is going to be impossible, I think, on that one. But Yeah, definitely. Good story. Um, on to more positive news. Go on. A cause collab, which usually generates some excitement with us, right, Danny? I mean, we could say we like cars. You know, big, big fan of his work. Yeah. But it's a three-way collab with Nike, which again, exciting, and Sakai on another blazer. What do we think? I've seen the shoe and I mean, I'm not a, and I think most people would like to agree with me on myself kind of my own perspective on things. I'm not a hype person. I don't. I won't run with things because it's Sakai or because it's cause or because it's off-white. I'll much prefer to look at the product and make a judgment. And then if it has that collaborative element to it, then I might be swayed a bit more towards it. I just think the shoes are a bit rubbish, if I'm honest. Yeah, definitely. And I think as, as good as cause is, you can't save it. No, no, I just, uh, yeah, I think key, and I think this is, I'm, I'm going to kind of almost preach a little bit here. I think a lot of people need to start looking at product first and, and look at the shoes and, and before just the name or the collaboration. Yet we all get sucked on with collaborations, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like I'm immune to it or, because it's difficult. If there's, if there's a shoe that's really nice and then you think, oh, it's a collaboration with Liam Gallagher. I'm like, oh my God, right, okay, yeah, I'm there. But I think sometimes you've got to take a step back and look at the product and think, is this good? And I just don't think those shoes are good. I'm sorry. No, I'd have to agree with you on that one. And another one that's split opinions this week, and it's just been announced, is the Jordan 1 bread colorway. So the band, the black and the red, is coming back, but in a patent leather yeah, I've not seen a proper picture, so I can't comment on it. it like, is it going to be one of those glazed things like the Shattered Backboard 3? No, it looks like a proper painted leather, like a proper, so it's a proper solid finish. Right, okay. And, yeah. I mean, I, you can't beat the OG. And anyone, you know, anyone who says, like, oh, this is a grail and all this, it's not, because it's not the true form of the shoe. Yeah, yeah. But I still like it. I think it's... It's one of those things where I think we have to expect it eventually that these OG silhouettes that are so in demand at the minute are going to come back in different irritations and different mock-ups and stuff. So No, no, no. And they'll fly out, let's be honest. They will fly out. Oh, 100%. Jordan, I mean, Jordan 1s are flying anyway. And if you're going to put a bread colour way out, it's going to go in. It's going to go. 100%. Um, 
sticking with Nike as well before we've got some Adidas news this week just to tease the audience because I know they've been waiting for it but just sticking with Nike another leak I say leak it's almost been announced this week uh, a dunk which is being referred to as a what the p-rod so all the Paul Rodriguez like iconic shoes he's done put onto a Dunklow SB two different shoes I'm going to ask you now, Danny, tell me your thoughts. They're just the worst thing. So, <laughs> do you know what? I remember Pete, obviously, we remember Pete Rods from back in the day. I can't remember when they kind of, at one point, they were just as cool as Dunks, I seem to remember in my mind, having like a P-Rod, like, you know, four, five, I can't remember what year it might be. I don't when, know. He did, when he did like the black cement, like the Jordan 3 colorway and stuff, I think that was when it was at its peak for me. Yeah, but I don't know. It just feels, do you know what it feels like? I'm going to sound like a complete idiot. I'm not an idiot, but what's the word I want to, I can't think of the right word to describe myself, but it feels like they're scraping the barrel a bit. Like they're just going to, right, what else can we dig into in our heritage and pull together just to, and I just don't think the need to do, if they'd have done a what the P rod, two years ago, then it might have worked. Um, the shoe might, might still have been rubbish, but I think it, it, I think it would have worked, do you know what I mean, to start generate more interesting Nike SB dunks again. I just don't, I just think the shoe, going back to the calls, uh, the calls Sakai thing, I just don't think the shoe's very good, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm going to half agree with you <laughs> because I don't think the right foot is very good. I think the left foot is really good. <laughs> so what you could do is like that picture I put on Instagram where I wore both left feet of the um, of the street hawkers. Maybe you need two pairs and just walk around like that. Yeah, I am totally down for two pairs, and I will just wear the left feet because that left foot is brilliant. The right foot, I have to agree with you. I just don't think it's executed well. Um, do you know what the other thing I'd say? Is obviously the the what the dunk is a huge shoe. It's legendary. That is some people's grail. Yeah. Does the P rod deserve a what the P rod? I don't think. I mean, is it that iconic? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, the guy's a legend in himself, but oh, one hundred percent. I mean, but but the shoes that he pushed out were they ever so iconic to warrant that? I don't know. Like I said, back then, I remember them being hot. Maybe, maybe rightly or wrongly, I can't remember now. But they never kind of, they never, they never continued. I don't think. No, I remember. Like back in back in the day, there was the cement ones, which I remember were brilliant. They did the Futura collab, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was a couple of others, but not enough for me. No. Not enough like standout, brilliant shoes, but. What the Onto, other thing that annoys me was the, is the, the split on the back of the heel. It's not even a full panel. That have you seen that? That's just wrong. At least use full panels if you're going to do it. It's just the, the bit that gets me when you're wearing odd shoes. It's hard enough, anyway. But one's got a white midsole and the other one's got a vintage midsole. Um, so it's almost like an old and new. And I I, I don't know. I, Let's reserve judgment until we see them on foot. Did you say Adidas news? Come on, because people are crying for Adidas news. Are we ready for it? Danny, I'll let you hit us with the Adidas news. So, uh, and this is, again, speculation. And I'm not really usually a speculator, but I know a lot of people want Adidas content on here. And because Dan goes for much news. And I don't know, that's a bit unfair. There hasn't been much Adidas news, to be fair. That has, that has well, grabbed the headlines. I mean, the Adidas news that there has been, we don't really want to talk about, do we, this week? Which are them, I don't even know how to describe those shoes. They oh, look oh, like right. Subway footlongs. <laughs> yeah. The collaboration with Tommy Cash, and I know the people listening are probably just thinking, just get to the proper Adidas news, but we have to just bring that up. Is The reason I haven't talked about Adidas news is because it looks like two Subway sandwiches. Yeah. If you've not seen this shoe, shoes search the Adidas Tommy Cash collaboration and have a good laugh. No, so, so the Adidas news we've got is 
there has been a leak of the Adidas Special names. And we know that people in this community will go for the names. And I've seen people say, oh, well, I'm not going to get a pair, I'm not going to get those. And I'm like, how can you decide off the back of a name if you're going to decide if you're going to get a shoe or a jacket? But we've got things like Marathon 86 Special, Malmo Net Special. But you don't know exactly what they're going to be. Do you know, uh, a Burnden Special, what they're going to look like, we have no idea. You've got an idea with like a Marathon 86, Malmo. You've got an idea what they might look like. Uh, and then there's a maybe Blackburn Ewood Special as well. So... A lot of hate gets thrown at Gary's way because, he'll, because oh, well, he's from Blackburn and he's naming it all from Blackburn kind of places and places in Lancashire. If I had my own line, I'd be called... So, Dan, what would you be calling? Somewhere from Leeds, you'd be calling it the Adidas what? Oh, what would make a good name? I think, I don't know, you know. It might be like a tribute. My grandma lived in Meanwood, so it might be a tribute to my grandma and it might be the Adidas Meanwood. Well, the Meanwood but was a bucket hat. They used, that, didn't they? They used yeah, the hat. Adidas Gibson? So, no. No, not so much. <laughs> Adidas Armley? No. I might go a bit more specific and do it, you know, an Adidas Brigitte. Oh, oh yes. Adidas, Adidas Hedro. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've gone out. So, if you've not seen them, they, they are floating around there on the net, some of the, some of the, um, some of the names. But before you start hitting me up in the DMs, no, I haven't seen them. I've, I don't know what any of them are. So please, until you start seeing images, that's probably when I started seeing images. So you don't need to start pestering me now until they decide to drop, probably end of March, April time, or whenever it is. So anyway, shall we get our guest on? Let's bring him in. So today with us, as we've mentioned, he's in the title. He's absolute top guy, friend of us too, friend of the show. Um, member of the panel online, which is at the panel dot online. Follow him on Instagram. We've got longtime sneakerhead Dwayne, aka Van Wiljams. Now then, Van, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you both, man. How are you two doing? Very well, mate. Very well. Yeah, all good. Yeah. So, um, thanks for joining us on the podcast uh, to talk about. Uh, influences and who influences you which is the title of this podcast so before we get into it Dwayne give us a little speak yourself up for people who might not know you which I don't believe there's that many people out there that don't but who are you and what are you about you're too kind you're too kind um Dwayne aka Van Wiljams uh been collecting for a little while now big into the Air Max ones and various other bits and pieces uh, I'm a teacher, and yeah, I'm glad to glad to just be here. Catch me on Instagram, Van Wiljams, and also doing bits and pieces with the panel and footballer. Boom, boom. Nice. There, there we go. And obviously, you, you dropped in there. You've been collecting for a little while, and obviously, for the listeners, they can't see this, but we can see the evidence of this behind you. So we can tell you, we are looking. We are looking at Dwayne, and there are stacks of shoes behind him. So there's a few. Also, I hope you lot are happy. I've actually got Adidas here. I know it's the Adidas boxes. I was like, you, there's an X eight thousands out there. Come on, ZX eight thousands. I've got um, the London City series as well. Oh, from the other year. Yeah. So I do. I do delve in and out. Yeah, yeah. I do delve in about. I've got a ZX ten thousand up there as well. Mm -hmm. um, in the other room, I have the. Where where is it that you went for the German pair? The no oh, walls. Yeah. yeah, no walls needed. I've got those lurking somewhere as well. Ooh. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pickup. Yeah. Um, go on then, Dan. I think Dan's going to kick off with the first element of this. Well, I mean, I can. I keep one. I want to talk about more of these shoes behind him, but I'll leave it. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. So, we'll get right into it. So, who influences you and your style? And, you know, maybe you can go back to the start and what originally got you into trainers. And then, obviously, who are your influences now? Okay. Um, so, going back to the beginning, we're taking it back to when I was in primary school. 
and my first thought about really wanting a trainer was when I watched Back to the Future Part Two. Now seeing the seeing the mags, even though I wasn't into trainers inverted commas back then, it was seeing everything all laced them going to the future. The, the ridiculous high top that it was, which is the mag. Watching that film over and over again, it was like, I need that trainer. Not having no knowledge of Nike, of even Michael Jordan properly back then, apart from knowing he was a basketball player playing for um, Chicago Bulls. It was like, that shoe I need to have. And that stuck for me with me for life so far um in terms of older life when i was start studying graphic design again always having building up an interest in trainers but a few of my tutors actually worked with some of the big brands so one of my tutors did the original artwork for the nike shock wow. so then that tied me in is like, oh wow being into graphic design you've managed to put yourself in a place where you've worked with Nike. Again, something that was amazing to me. I had another tutor that had the Adidas Anniversary Superstars where they worked with a toy company. It was a blue superstar, dark blue and, and light blue superstar. And it was through those, those people and obviously secondary school, because growing up, I grew up when the 90 first came out, the Air Max 95, 97. So even my peers around me, when some of them may have had money or their parents had money, those were massive influences. Because we were seeing trainers we'd just never, and designs on trainers that we'd never seen before, especially with visible um, air as well. So my peers, um, some of my um, tutors, and the films that I used to watch, including Terminator 2, which, yeah, you could argue I shouldn't have been watching those films back then. But <laughs> We were all <laughs> yeah. stopping up watching those films. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, um, I plucked from a, a range of places. And in terms of where I'm at now, It's, it's interesting in regards to influencers because I think if someone's, if you've got a personal connection with someone, the term influencer isn't a bad thing or doesn't come across as a negative. Because you don't have a problem saying, oh, that person around me, aka, let's say, soul love influenced me in regards to um, Air Max Ones. Um, you could say Kish, Kish Cash influenced me in regards to how he even laces his um, trainers. I'd say Annex influences me in regards to the Adidas vibe that he brings. Like, but if I've got a personal connection with them, it doesn't sound like a negative when we hear influencer. But then if we hear that someone off the only way is Essex, is labelled as an influencer to the masses. It's like fuck me. This is, yeah, this ain't right. That that can't be right. And that's that's my thing. There's a there's a thing of being an influencer and having that personal connection and knowing somebody. And the term I use, and I'll com I'm completely ripping off uh, a girl called Layla from Platform Thirteen. Layla okay. says people who are influential. So there's a difference between an, between being an influencer in the word now and being influential. Yeah. And so like I can look to people and say, right, well, they influence me, you know, and, and it is that, I love what you said there about that personal connection because I think people sometimes, so the thing on Sunday that irked me a little bit, people saying, I don't get influenced at all by my any of my decisions <laughs> whatsoever in my trainer purchases. And I was like, not influenced at all. I mean, yeah, all right. You might not look at the people like the only way is Essex. You might not look at yeah. the person with a dunk up against the mirror with showing off a bit more flesh than 
I mean, it's not bad to look at, but they ain't going to influence me picking up that shoe. But yes. There are people that influence you, surely, man. There's got to be like a friend or there's got to be somebody. Listen, a hundred percent. And I think it also comes down to ego as well, because we are living in an era where so many people, so many people out there are, are influenced by social media themselves in terms of before trainers became the mainstay or before um, Instagram was a thing, they weren't collecting trainers. However, they've been influenced by the popularity on trainers on our social media platforms that they then got into it. They then became interested. They then got a following. So they've been influenced by that alone. I think egos won't allow certain people to say, you know what, I have been influenced by someone. I have been influenced by that because they want to be seen as the forerunners of this shit. Where it's, all right, do your thing, but come on, something has come from somewhere and it's not a bad thing or it's not degrading to admit that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I would say that that's completely accurate. I think everyone's influenced in some way or another, but I don't think every influence or everybody that influences is an influencer. Yes. Because I would categorise a certain type of person that's an influencer. Um, whereas I think a lot of us get our influences from other people who maybe are in different roles that you wouldn't, you wouldn't pigeonhole as an influencer, for example. Yeah. And again, it goes down to the thing of where uh, the, the platforms that we use and see um, dictate a lot to us. So people really don't want to admit you know what I took from here or there and it's like it's it's Is I it think because the, the because, because the brands have now said they're using influencers we see you as an influencer I think there's a battle between the brands acknowledging influencers that they don't want to use and your on the level person that can influence someone and that's where the hang-ups come from yeah because i think people if if they if they acknowledge that they're being influenced by uh an only way is essex type person mm. they could get labeled as a sheep they could get labeled and and it could be quite it's hard to take that i imagine you no one wants to say oh you're a sheep you're a follower no, yeah. one wants to be, no one wants to be acknowledged as that. I would hate, for, you know, if someone says, oh, you're just a follower of whatever, I'd be like, hmm, I'd be really questioning myself. When yeah. there's probably a little bit, I'm happy to admit, there's a little bit in there, do you know, like, I did a special thing. I will hold my hands up and go, do you know what? I probably am a little bit of a follower on that because I like the product. And then from, you know, I'm lucky that I've got, like, good connections with the guys at Hip where I originally bought it. And then yeah. through doing the social media, through doing the videos, I've got to mm -hmm. know Gary and the team behind it. And that, and that does really influence me on when stuff comes out. I'm like, actually, yeah, I really want to be a part of that scene, a yeah. part of that crowd. And I'll hold my hands up. You've got that connection with the brand. You've got that connection with the people and the other people. That yeah. So of course. Well, it, again, it comes down to personal things because... For what you've just said and mentioned, there is nothing wrong with that. But because some people won't want to give you your flowers while you're about, they'll make it a negative. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, you acknowledge you are influenced by X, Y and Z. And it just so happens you've got a good connection with them. Someone that wants to knock down your shine or even knock down your good vibes with that rather than say, oh, you know what, it's, it's nice that he has been influenced and through that influence, he's built up his own, um, own character through that. Rather than just acknowledging that, they will then say, oh, well, he's just a follower. He wouldn't have done or he wouldn't have been into this if it wasn't for X, Y and Z. It's nothing to do with him. He's just taken from others. And it's like... I think a lot of people need to get over themselves and just 
enjoy and appreciate that others enjoy the same things as well and have been through fortune or through just a passion certain um opportunities no no I agree. so dan who, who who are your influences then just while we're in here because i know we've brought that van on to talk about this but um it's a hard one you know i think back i can definitely go back in the day i think now obviously we're all a little bit older and as you get older, obviously, you do acquire your own tastes and you're yeah. not as led by what you see because you're more in tune with yourself, if you know what I mean. But I think yeah. back, in, back in the day, it was definitely mu music and athletes. Um, so obviously, if you saw a skater in a shoe, if you saw... Well, a prime example for me would be uh, Michael Jordan. So yeah. one of my first shoes that I fell in love with was the Jordan 3. And... I was aware of Jordans, but didn't really even really know what they all looked like, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I absolutely, absolutely. I saw, saw a Jordan 3, loved it, had to have it. Mm. Um, started watching a bit more like older basketball, Michael Jordan. And then when you see him in the shoes, yeah. you're like, man, I, I need to have that pair of Jordan 1s. I've got to have a pair of 6s. Yeah. So definitely athletes. Like that, that was a massive influence. Um, but today, it's a tough one because I think we are, in trainers anyway, like we're more ahead. And by the time these influences get stuff, you kind of already know, or at least I can only really speak for myself, but you already know if you want that shoe or not. Yeah, so I think definitely. The, well, um, actually, the brands leak it first, and then but I think that comes with obviously being into it for a little while. It's very rare we see something new. Yes. And um, even if we take our minds, so what for what you said in terms of knowing all the models of Jordans, even jo Jordan brand at the time weren't bothered. When they first came out with their Jordans, it wasn't Jordan 1, Jordan 2, Jordan 3. It was the next Jordan. They didn't have a plan for it to be labelled as 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. It was just the next Jordan. It's an upgrade from the next one, from the previous one. Um, in terms of influences as well, I think we draw from so many reference points now. And as you said, because brands are trying to be above the curve, they will leak shoes to a particular person that then leaks it online. So by the time it does get to an influencer, we already know about it or have known about it for a few months. It's like saying, um, DJ Khaled is the influencer. I find that very hard to, to hear. Yes, he gets trainers seeded to him. Is he an influencer? I'd already made up my mind if I wanted a Jordan 3 or 4 years ago, before Khaled was even social media savvy like he is. And I'm sure it's the same for many. Um, the dunk craze or the interest in dunks was produced by the streets way before a Travis Scott. That's happened now. So yeah, I, I, I think our own experiences dictate who we declare as influencers or who we're proud to say influenced us. I mean, I think, I think we can be aware of it because again, we are of a, a similar older generation for want of a better term that so just like on the dunk hype at the minute i remember being i remember going to skate shops in 04 or 05 and picking them all up and and at the point where you kind of could and it wasn't i mean it was nowhere near the levels now of difficulty trying no. to get them you could if you put in that little bit of effort you could get your pairs basically yeah. um and it's so the travis scott thing doesn't influence me but i guess to either new people in the game or people who don't know the history or just because of, maybe just because of purely their age, you know, they might not be mm -hmm. old enough to remember yeah. that they are getting influenced by these celebrity endorsements or whoever. But, but again, I think the celebrity celebrity for me, like I was saying is I, I don't, I wouldn't class them as an influencer. Like, yes, they do massively influence, but it's not really their primary role. I think the influencers have a, bigger say and this is just talking about sneakers obviously but at a more mainstream high street level 
So you see a lot of like the, what I would class as influencers getting shoes off people like JD Sports, Foot Asylum, things like that. Yeah. And it has that trickle down effect where then the more casual sneaker follower will see them on Instagram and maybe not be that aware of what a dunk low is or the difference between a dunk high and a dunk low or a difference between a dunk high and a Jordan one. Get it right. A difference between SB and SP. That's yeah, it. that as well. I mean, yeah, that as exactly. well. And I think that's where the the influencers have a bigger say in sneakers for me. I'd agree with that because I think yeah. I think if you're of a certain, if you're in, if you are as invested in it as we are, us three are, and many of our friends within the community are, you probably aren't going to look at that influencer in inverted commas, and and. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, well, you're a hundred percent. Like as as you're reminding us, for how long we've been in the game, does kind of dictate who we see and is like, yeah, jog on or come on. We know that's not authentic or whatever. This podcast most weeks is usually me and Danny either moaning about how old we are <laughs> or referencing like the golden years of sneakers in like early 2000s. People will be listening going, oh, they're banging on again, man. How old are we? Zipping, going on again. Get someone fucking young on the show. But no, seriously, it's, it's difficult because the thing is you don't want to be seen as snobbish that, oh, yeah, I've been collecting for so long and I know this and this, that and the other. Because... There's always room to learn. There's always room to grow within the community and within the trainer scene or whatever. Um, in regards to that, I'll, I've got a question for you lot. Do you think brands should invest lower level just within the communities that collect trainers to then build them up as influencers? So the story is more authentic behind it rather than a rich goalkeeper that's all of a sudden got 10 of the latest SBs. Can't think who you're thinking of what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there, the clues are out there. <laughs> no, 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 it's I think in an ideal world, it would be nice to see. I think it's always nice. I enjoy people's stories. So it's nice to see people who have invested a lot in a certain products get that kind of payoff in the end. Yeah. Um, but will I, do I think it'll work massively for the brands? I don't know, because I think a, a niche audience might care about it, but mm. a celebrity status or a huge following will always win in their eyes for me. Yeah. In the long term. I've got to hold my hands up. I've benefited from that. And maybe because, funnily enough, I was talking to Henry from the panel just before, uh, just before this. And yeah, yeah. Some of the bits I've managed to do through Spezial and Adidas and getting product early and, but in, in global scales, it's quite niche and it's not like being given an off-white one because you know that's going to sell out and that's going to, it's got a worldwide audience and yeah. you know, some, some of the American guys might get it, it is what it is, but I think... Yeah. And Danny, you are an influencer. You've got the YouTube. <laughs> you are. You are. Which, so, what I would say, right, because people, <laughs> right, people do call me an influencer. So I'll, I'll hold my hand and people go, yeah, but you're an influencer. And I'll go, right. So the difference I'll say to people is I don't take products from brands that I wouldn't buy myself. So, like, if yeah. I work with Puma, if I work with Adidas, I'll never say, oh, just give me this, that, and the other. But also, if I do get things like a full special drop, I ain't going to like everything, every shoe in a special drop. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll pick out and I'll say, these are the ones I'd buy. And these are the ones yeah. I probably wouldn't. And, and, but when I do it, I try and be as authentic as possible. Do you yeah. know? And I think when we talk about influencers, they're, not, they're getting paid to say these are amazing. Yeah, yeah but I, I think a lot of them, I think by definition you are an influencer because you get seeded product to, to, to promote, basically. Yeah. I think there's obviously different types of influencers and obviously some with a huge following will 
get money as well as products and it'll obviously be on different levels but i think by definition you're definitely an influencer and i'm sure you have influenced people to buy in fact you know you've influenced people to buy shoes yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but certainly people, by definition i would say that but then that but then i would say the same about van because how many people have come to you Dwayne, and said oh i bought shoes because i've seen you in them yeah and um and i think even hearing your story the good thing is is that it's come from a genuine place like you're we are accessible that we can have a genuine story or a genuine conversation where it's like oh what do you think about this what do you think about that i know people that are collecting trainers at the moment that started because they saw me in a queue going for a particular product then saw it on my social medias or my facebooks before the social medias and was like, well, I'm actually interested. I like his style, da, 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 da. And now they are collectors themselves. But I think if people were to refer to us as influencers like they have, it's because there's a personal touch behind it, not just a truck that arrives at your house that no one sees you outside of, yeah, here's the latest this, that, and the other. You have a personality, you have an individual touch to it that enables people on our level to buy in or jump into that. So, so obviously, if we go back 10 years or so, yeah. we would never think that, um, you know, these, these big, huge retailers like we've talked about would be sending free products, free Adidas, free Nike, free New Balance, whatever, to 20-year-old mm -hmm. kids really like, that are just collecting trainers. Yeah. So that, that 10 years ago would be kind of mind blowing. Where, what, what, what do you think they're going to do? What do you think's next? Um, like how, how will they influence the sneaker market once after influences? Cause obviously every, everything grows, everything develops. Well, you, you've got the whole thing of everything developing. You also have full circles does it get to a point where everything goes blank and resets again to the point where brands come away from influencers, do their own thing, then get fed up of that and then cycle around again? I think, and again, referring back to us, the beautiful thing about when we jumped into it or even where our interest in trainers came from is the fact that we didn't get into it because there was a social media or my end goal is to have a following. It was just, we enjoy trainers. We, we like the fact that other certain niche people enjoy trainers and just continued from there. And it just so happens through that passion, certain things have been afforded to us. Whereas you have a lot of people, or some people, I won't say a lot, but some people that I'm getting into trainers because my end goal is I want to work with a brand. I have to have a big following. I have to work with a brand and they will give me free trainers. Do you think that's, that's maybe like an age thing though? Because obviously, again, talking about our age, I know, you know, when I was like 16, 17, 18, getting into shoes properly, that was only last year, wasn't it? <laughs> I wish. There was obviously no social media, but if you were 16, 17, 18 now, and that you're surrounded by social media, you'd almost have no choice but to get in that lane. Hmm. You, you know what? They're, obviously, if, if the path laid out in front of you is showing you social media and all of that, yeah, it's going to be a very hard um, mistress to stay away from. However, your passion can still shine through. I will refer to a guy called um, Vivian Frank. Very young, got into trainers very recently in terms of our age group and age groups before us. But for him taking advantage of the social media route and having that platform, he still managed to pay homage to what came before him and even do things that backtrack for certain trainers, knowing that there's a history and showing his passion 
for stuff that was even before his time being into training. So again, I guess it, I guess it is down to your personality because if you've never had no interest at all, then then boom, I see trainers is really possible, popular and can build a platform off it. Then it's your end, your end goal is you want to have Insta fame or whatever. You're just using trainers as your buy into it rather than, trainers is your passion and it just so happens you've built it to the point where brands and people are interested in you and is that is that the difference between influencers like as we saw kind of do influencers they're coming into it and using that for that purpose yeah and, and to and the difference between what dan would say like i'm an influencer because that's that's not been my purpose you know like i've done it all that's kind of the two different strains. Do we want yeah. to between that? Definitely. Um, our, our, our flow and a lot of others has been organic. And I think that's a quite an important um, terminology. Because someone could just want to be an influencer. Oh, how am I going to do it? I'm going to review phones. I'm going to um, get down the golf course every week and review golf clubs. I don't really care what it is that brings me into it the end goal is that I have 20,000 plus followers and I've got an endorsement, regardless of what it is. Mm. Yeah, and I think they're, they're the influencers like yourself, Danny, and obviously like Kish that you mentioned earlier. Mm. I hope they're the ones that it pays off for because they're the ones where you can like see the passion and that it's real. Yeah. But I think that's kind of a good place to end the influencer chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and before, obviously, we let you go or anything, but I want to know what, what are you looking forward to this year so you can influence the listeners? What's going to be flipping by the end of March? Because Van wants a uh, uh, You know what? A really good surprise in Air Max Day because so far, yes, the clots are coming, which is a Marmite shoe. The bacons are coming, which feels like a constellation prize to get in the clots. I want whoa, there to whoa, be... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to have to stop you there. <laughs> That this is, is why I'm here. What, the bacons? Bacons. See, this is why I'm here. I'm just here to sprinkle a little bit of controversy on your, your podcast, mate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I told you. I cut you off, but keep going. Air Max Day, clots, bacons. Um, I'm also looking forward to, I saw the What the P Rod Dunk Lows. I know, as I said, I'm here just to sprinkle a little bit of controversy. We've got mixed opinions on this shoe, and we're going to talk about it on this podcast, so we won't go too much into it, but yeah, yeah. me and Danny are a bit split on this shoe. Like the, that, like the shoe that, itself. But, but, <laughs> but that is the beauty of having your own thought process regarding collecting trainers and being into trainers. It shouldn't be a thing that, I've said a hype shoe and everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We all need this. Da, 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 da. It's good to see that someone that is into Dunk's, Dunk SB's deep is saying, mm, I'm really not too sure about that shoe. Yeah. I, I, like I say, we'll be talking about this on the podcast, I'm sure. I look forward I to it. I look forward this to segment, it. I think this already gone on. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. So what, what are you picking then for the for uh, you just so you want a nice surprise on Air Max Day basically? You want yeah. to be hitting something out of left field. Yeah, e even if it was like a surprise um, ID option, that once it's gone, it's gone. I'd be happy with that if it's big enough, has a big enough story behind it, and once it's gone, it's gone because then that will be niche and unique, a bit like the 30th anniversary 90s they did. Went below the radar, but now they're gone. If you manage to grab one, well done. You won't see it too often. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Do you think do you think they can do that? Surprise element. When was the last surprise element of anything? With social media? That's true. But if there is going to be a surprise, it will most likely be through ID. That is the least hyped when you've got your Travis's, your this, that, and the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if we're honest, everything comes out the back door at Nike at the minute, doesn't it? So you see, it, you see the retailers with it first. 
the back door, the roof, the flipping sewer system. Right, Dwayne, I think we'll end it there, if that's okay, because um, we are running out of time on this interview. But just want to say a massive thank you for jumping on. And just finishing on that, I know you said about the, uh, the back dooring and reselling. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne is part of the panel, which does the clubhouse on a Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Indeed it is, yes. And so if, you have not, if you've not got the Clubhouse app, download it, jump on. I jump in when I can. It is real trainer talk is what I call it. It is just refreshing you, to listen to. It's, it's a pleasure to have you in the building as well. You've, you've, you've come with real talk. No, it's good. These are the type of influences we need in our lives, mate. <laughs> this is the influence I have. Uh, as oh, it's a beautiful one. Drink, drink, drink. But um, no, thank you for having me on there. And as as you've said and mentioned, please join us on a Wednesday at eight o'clock. And um, please keep listening to the Sneaker Annex. They know a thing or two. Thank you. Perfect way to end it. Nice one. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. And once again, thank you, Dwayne, Mr. Van Wiljams, for jumping on and talking about influencers, influences, and all that good stuff. Uh, apologies if you've got little children listening. I don't know why you've got little children listening. There might have been the odd little naughty word in there, but it's, it's good. It was uh, good, good to listen to and good to talk to our to people and and somebody who's not going to hold back and and <laughs> real talk. Like we said, which is in the uh, the panel clubhouse. I'd never ask you anyway. But have you have you jumped on the clubhouse yet? No, I don't know if you've noticed, Danny. You've known me long enough. I am really unsociable when it comes to stuff like that. And you'll never see me on him. You'll never see me on a live stream. Barely. It'll. It takes a lot to drag me out of my shell. You don't have to talk. You can just sit in the audience and listen. That's yeah. how it is. That's how it works. But I've heard really good things. I've seen people, the panel on Facebook as well, everyone says they are always really good chats. So I'm sure one day I'll jump on. But Tonight. Um, so anyway, uh, thank you, Dwayne, for jumping on. Uh, we are going to finish off with our usual segment. We have got the upcoming releases uh, of this week, uh, things that have caught our eye and all the little bits and bats. Uh, that are dropping. So what have we got, Mr. Daniel Squire? Well, finally, is this show number 13? Oh, I don't know. And we can start with some I Adidas. Only, I only remember I only remember what show it is when I come to edit it and I look at the last number. <laughs> so when we... And obviously, we technically missed last week, but we won't skip a number. I no. think it's 13. It could be. It might be 12. But we're starting with some Adidas. Yes. Finally, it's felt like a good, good few weeks. And we've got a size exclusive, two colorways on the Adidas AS230. Yes, I know a lot of people, um, when Luke and Binzi showed these on the size previews, a lot of people were like, yes, I want those shoes. I like them. Um, I'm just... <sighs> If this, if it was me last year, I'd get, I'd, I'd probably get a pair, but because I'm on my one a month quest, <laughs> and I am being very selective, uh, and you haven't brought that up this week actually, which is pretty good. Uh, I was expected to get uh, hammered over the head with that. Um, I do like them. I like the the Berlin type colorway, the the blue and blue colorway. Um, yeah, the Argentina blue when Adidas put that on a shoe always looks so good. Yeah. It's really, it's just a really, really good shoe uh, for for the casual scene, I guess. Um, so yeah, on 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 size. The only thing I think at the minute is, I imagine you could have gone into a size shop and quite easily picked those up. How easy is it going to be for you to get them off the off the raffle? Uh, the size launches app is my only kind of concern with the whole environment at the minute with coronavirus. So it's just a bit of a lucky pick on everything in it but it is what yeah it is. definitely i mean it's almost now we've been given a date obviously 12th of april for retail to open again it'd be kind of nice to see stores like size hold some of this stuff back to put in stores 
yeah. on the 12th of April, like maybe they'll want to sell it all straight away. And I'm sure there's the demand that they could sell it all straight away, but it'd be nice when stores open, if there's some good stuff like this on the shelves for people. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But as you spoke about it, Danny, how many shoes have you bought this year so far? So, we're March, three, three. Okay. Third month and we're in March. So we've already established, Danny, haven't we? Like one, one a month is not happening. Are you going to try and stick to 12 this year and even it out? So, and, and if you haven't seen my YouTube review, today of the VX1000 dunks. Um, I might not keep them. I might not. And I might just, pa I might find somebody else out there who wants them uh, and pass them on to negate a, another pair for the year. If I'm only going to get 12 this year, I don't think, I really like the pink pigs because of the, um, the connection with the car element. And obviously I'm, I love my cars. So I'll keep the pink pigs. The VX1000s, I'm just not sure on. Like I said, in, find the YouTube review. I go through it all on there. That's, I'm, I'm linking myself. I'm connecting, bigging myself up far to go find it. But, that's it. I mean, that's why you wanted to do an episode on influencers. Just wanted to be <laughs> Danny today. Yeah, go find my YouTube channel. But yeah, I don't know about those VX1000s. So I might, I might pass those on and knock, knock a pair off the pile. But, but I think if I had... If, if I bought normally, like I would have done, like a few pairs every month, if I got to the end of the year, I'm trying to think, would they be in the top 12? It's a very good point. I mean, in terms of quality, you can't knock it, can you? Like, they just look amazing. The suede, brilliant. Yeah, the quality on them is really, really good. But again, like I said in the video, I don't know if they're just a bit too... I mean, the writing's wild on the back, but I think it looks... I think they could have done it slightly better. And I think... Would I wear a black and grey mainly shoe anyway? Which I probably would. I like my shoes to pop a little bit, so... Those are a couple of elements. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see what else comes out. Okay, so move, moving on. Moving on. A huge one this week for Nike, absolutely huge. The Air Max One Clot Retro. Air Max Month. Yeah. Legendary Air Max. You know, people people have genuinely called this shoe a grail for years. Yeah. It's back. What do you I, reckon? I, I did I think we've have we covered this one. I can't remember if we've covered it in the podcast or not, but I absolutely think the the original one does warrant the grail status shoe. I just questioned myself a little bit if it was, if it's the right shoe to bring back. I I'm not too sure if it is. I don't, I don't know if a see-through Air Max One. When it's been done, it was so like revolutionary and like, oh my God, look at that, that kind of wow factor. That was what was special about it for me back then. Whereas just to, it feels like it's been churned a little bit. It's a great shoe, and if you're an Air Max One collector, and if you're into Air Max, and you weren't either around to collect the first one, or you weren't managed to pick the first one up, I completely understand it. But it's not one for me at, at the minute. I know, I know you've been. You did you win on Offspring? I did. They did the competition, obviously, kind of show you Air Max One, show that you're a true collector. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough to get a win, so hopefully. I mean, hopefully, they'll come through and yeah. they'll be here. So, what do you think? Of, what do you think about it then? What we're talking about? I'm the I'm the same. It's a it's a collector piece. It's a legendary Air Max one. It's not a grail of mine personally. It's just a desirable shoe for what it was in terms of. It was so wild at the time, fifteen years ago, and you just couldn't get them. You could never pay the resale because it was just crazy. Um, so it's more of a collector piece than a wearable piece for me, which is very, very rare. I, I barely ever buy anything like that. 99% of things to go straight on my feet day one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but is this shoe ever going to come out again? Is There's nothing else like it. So it's, it's one of those for me. I, I, get, I get it. I get it. It's just, like, it's just not one for me. But anyway. 
moving on. We'll keep moving. Keep yeah. moving. <laughs> uh, we've got the Jordan 1, Uni Blue. This is going to cause some problems because this is a general release Jordan 1, but people are going to go crazy over this. It's not even an OG colorway, but it obviously looks a bit like the UNC Blue with a black swoosh. Just yeah. super nice. Really nice Jordan 1. I like it. I think actually out of this pack, which is all coming out in these this type of colorway, I actually think the fall looks the best out of all that color, those colours, but I don't know if they're coming out this week, are they? I don't know when the fall's coming. But. No, not this week. I mean, there's been pictures circulating for a while, but I don't think they've got a set date yet. I could be wrong. Yeah, no. I think the fall's the strongest out of this colour pack, but it's a Jordan one. It's going to fly regardless. It's, it's like saying, it's like going like to GR SB dunks. They're not really, well, they are GRs, but they're not. They're going to disappear in front of your eyes and... Going to be really yeah, tough. a Jordan one these days is going to fly regardless. But this is this is a nice Jordan one. I think this is going to be a lot more difficult than people imagine to get. No, I, I agree. I agree, and very, very wearable as well. So yeah, definitely. And uh, something a bit less wearable, um, the the Nike Sport, the SP Dunk Low, with the the blue ribbon. So it's all the imagery from Nike's blue ribbon Sport days. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, and I'm not an SP dunk person. I actually quite like these. I think they're a bit, they're a bit wild, they're a bit out there. I, I do like, I do, I do like what they've done with them. I, I'm not going to pick a pair up, but if there'd have been, so here's the, here's the thing, if it had been an SP 10, I might have been really tempted to go for it. But See, and that's the difference between me and Danny. I think this shoe is horrible. This is an awful looking shoe. Oh, I don't mind it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. I'm not going to get it. So, but the, the materials, to be fair to it, look really good. The materials look great, but like a clear swoosh, the kind of white base on it, it it's just awful, Danny. I it can is see an awful... you looking on your phone to look and describe it at the minute. As we you know what? When you said that you liked it, I had to look at it again, thinking, "Am I missing something?" But no, my mind won't change on that one. Fair enough. And then I think there's one of the one of the, the big one this week. The, the big, big one. Nike SB Dunklo Supreme. Four colorways. They're going to be an absolute myth to get. They are going to be a myth to get. Um, I don't know what I feel about these. I I, I should like them. They should tick all my boxes. But the, for whatever reason, the door, I don't know if it's just, I don't know if it reminds me of, do you know when they were going through the stage of turning highs into lows and lows into highs of different colorways? And, yep. and there was an element of, come on, do you know, like, don't just, you can do better than that. And then they've just done this with the, the SP, the, uh, the Supreme Dunks, a little bit. They didn't do yeah, obviously they've not replicated the colours, so obviously mm -hmm. the, the highs were like red, orange and light blue. Yeah. There's a blue, but it's much darker. Black, yeah. brown and like a lime green. But yeah, I see what you mean. Um, but these these are brilliant. Like, they're, they're so good. They're so but, much better than the Supreme Dunks that came out, was it last year or year before? Because they were trash. The 2019... My mind has gone blank, Danny. The like, the like color block. They had like blue fronts and a gold back with a mini. Swoosh. Oh, sorry, with the mini swoosh and the star on the back. Yeah, completely agree. I didn't rate those at all, to be honest. No, no. So these are much better. I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I'm going to go for them. I've, I've not seen the dunk calendar for March yet, so I can't really. Can I pull the trigger on these? I don't know. I don't mind the brown ones. I think the brown ones might actually. Because they're a little bit different, or the green. I don't think I'd go blue or black, because I think that's too boring. Too safe. Too safe, brown or green. When is it, is it sneakers on Saturday? Um, I don't, it's not, when Supreme does, does a Thursday drop, it's not usually as soon as the Saturday oh, on right. sneakers. It might be, but quite often it'll be, it's, next, it's the following week. Um, so yeah, look out for it on sneakers. Supreme yeah. on Thursday. Good luck okay. if you're trying on the though because you're against all the bots yeah i'm uh yeah so i mean i never try on supreme supreme's just not my brand to to buy clothes on but i don't know maybe when they drop onto sneakers i might change my mind and go for a brown or green pair maybe and if not dan's going please can you just enter for my size then 
<laughs> He's praying all, to me. All help is very welcome. Um, and that's it for the releases this week, Danny. Brilliant. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap it up because if it's probably one of the longest podcasts we've ever done uh, with the chat with Dwayne. And I think the news was there's quite a lot of news to get through this week as well as some as the releases. Um, but once again, massive thanks to Dwayne for jumping on uh, and, and giving his thoughts about influencers and influences and the people who said they don't get influenced by anything, which I just think is completely bizarre. Uh, if that's your thought process. Um, but also, we are going to drop in a code word. So if you've got to this point in the podcast, you have done unbelievably well in this very, very long one. And I mean, what other code word could we have for the Sneak On It's podcast with two Dans who run the podcast than to use the word Danfluencer? So if you got to this point in the podcast, Type the word Danfluencer on the Instagram post that marries up with the podcast and we'll see who gets there. And that's like Dan and Influencer put together, like not Dan and Influenza, because you're making it sound like an illness. <laughs> Danfluenza, that is. But you don't look looking... those illnesses up from us, don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm looking for who puts it on the, on, the, uh, on the post first. See who gets to the end of the podcast first is what I want to see. There's a challenge. Maybe we should give like prizes out in future. I might like stack up a few prizes. First person to get it. Oh, not this week. We'll do it for fun. I'll try to get some prizes for future weeks, maybe. All right. Anything else to add? Nothing from me. Saying bye. Bye. <laughs> nice one. See ya. <laughs>